Hello, entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound Podcast, where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. So this week, I am diving into a solo episode where we're going to discuss if you should start a podcast for your small business. We're going to start with debunking some myths. Then we're going to discuss some difficulties in podcasting, things that I just want to be open and honest about so you know what you're getting yourself into. And then at the end, some benefits of starting a podcast for your business. So with that, let's dive in. At the end of this episode, I hope you have a better idea on whether or not you are going to start a podcast for your business. So with that, I want to I want to dive into what is what you're probably currently thinking about right now. So you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, podcasting, it's so popular. Everybody is doing it and it's such a unique form of content. Everybody's doing blogs, everyone has a YouTube channel." but not that many people are doing podcasting yet. And it's such a great way to have a pillar piece of content and then repurpose it into all kinds of smaller pieces of content. You're probably also thinking, "Hmm, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a long time, but I don't know whether or not to just take the plunge. And you're probably thinking that because of the flip side of the scenario and that is you might be thinking "Mm, it might be too expensive to start do I want to invest time and resources into starting a podcast for my business you might also be thinking I don't know how to be like Joe Rogan I don't have his audience how am I going to compete with him you might also be thinking You might just be putting yourself down and saying like, oh, I'm not going to get a lot of downloads. And then finally, you're probably like, hmm, my brand isn't big enough. I can't start a podcast. So this is what's going on in your head. You're not sure if you should start a podcast. But before we dive into the myths, let's look at some stats. First, in 2020, there were 850,000 active podcasts. There are probably more now, but in comparison, there are 1 billion YouTube channels. So yes, it's probably more saturated than it was 10 years ago, but there's still so much room for growth. And people are thinking, oh, well, only the top, you know, podcasters make the most money. Everyone else is kind of struggling. And everyone else is not listening to this episode. So here is where I'm going to tell you straight. You don't need to have so many listeners to make money for your podcast, especially when it's aligned with your business. If your podcast is aligned with your business, you need to convert the listeners. So if you have 10 listeners, if you convert two of them, your podcast is worth it. If you have 10 million listeners, but none of them convert, then it's not working for your business. That's why you're starting a podcast or thinking about starting. Another stat is that 75% of listeners tune into podcasts 
to learn. And this is fantastic for all the business owners, the entrepreneurs who want to start a podcast for their business, because chances are you're going to teach your audience something. Think about your blogs. Usually they're teaching your audience something. That's exactly what you're going to do with your podcast. So this is a great sign for us, us entrepreneurs, business owners. The next stat is that in podcast listeners, listen to an average of seven hours per week of podcasts. So you really have to tap into the market of people who are already listening to podcasts. What are they currently listening to? How can you become one of those seven hours? That's what you need to be thinking about. And finally, over the last four years, there has been an increase in 120% in listens of podcasts. And that number is just going to grow. So there's a lot of opportunity in the market for business owners, entrepreneurs to start podcasts that will work to generate leads for them and a bunch of other benefits, but we'll get into that later. So now let's look at the myths. We're going to dive into five overarching myths with the first one being that you need a huge brand to start a podcast. So think about maybe an Instagram influencer. If that person starts a podcast, chances are it's going to be easier for him or her to get an audience. And that's fine. That makes sense. However, it's not a requirement when you start a podcast. If you're a small business, you have a small presence online, the podcast will actually help you reach new audiences. So the myth is people think you have to be this huge, well-known brand to start a podcast, but that is false. And it actually has the opposite effect. Instead of making you feel small, the podcast is actually going to reach new audiences and help your brand and help it grow. So that is the first podcasting myth. And also, if you have any questions or want me to go into a deeper dive, let me know because I can do so many more episodes about this. Let's jump into the second myth. So the second one is that you need a large following to start a podcast. So this aligns with the brand. You can have an unknown brand, but have a super large audience that happens. You may, you might have like a really big email list. And again, you don't need a large following to start a podcast. This will help you grow your following. Let's just move on to the third one. You need to be like Joe Rogan to succeed. I've talked to many people who are like, I want to start a podcast. That's like Joe Rogan. Oh my God. And that's fun. Yes, you can do it if you want. But when you're starting a podcast for your business, you want to align it with your expertise. You want to align it where you're targeting the same audience that your business is targeting. 
So not only do you not want to be like Joe Rogan because it's not going to help your business, but you don't want to be exactly like another podcast. You want to find your own voice. He can inspire you, sure, but don't copy him and don't copy other podcasts. Add your own flavor to it. Make it your own. <laughs> okay. Another myth is that people get really scared when starting a podcast. They think they have to invest so much money into the initial investment. And that is also not true. When I started this podcast, I only invested in a microphone and that's the one I'm using right now. It was $160. It's the, it's the Yeti mic if you guys want to get it. It's okay. The most important part about starting a podcast and the equipment that you use is actually not the equipment. It's the environment that you're in. It's the room that you're in. If your room is echoey, if there's a buzzing sound, if there's background noise, that it, it doesn't matter how expensive your microphone is, that will ruin the sound quality. So the first thing that you need is a really good room to record. And you can add blankets on the wall, you can add like that foam on the wall so that there's less echo or there's no buzzing. Definitely test your environment before you go into a full episode. Then the second thing you need is your laptop because you might want to um, edit or add music, things like that. Then you need Zoom for interviews or Audacity. Audacity is a free software that you can use to record just audio. So really not a big investment. If you don't have a laptop, you can use your phone. And you can use Anchor. That is what helps you distribute your podcast to all the platforms. In Anchor, it allows you to record, edit, add music, all that in there. So there's no excuse why you cannot start one. It's really, really easy. There's really low barrier to entry. That's probably why you're hearing a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, start. But we're going to talk a little bit later about the difficulties of podcasting. And that'll give you a good idea of why a lot of podcasters actually stop after seven episodes of their show. But before that, let's finish the myths. So if you're on YouTube, you see my, my PowerPoint slide. Yeah. So we're at the last myth. And something that I keep hearing over and over again is that you need 1 million listens to be successful. Now that's a very nice number to show off. Say, hey, I have a million listens. Come listen to me. Very, very cool. But how would you define success for your podcast? Is that getting speaker engagements? Is that expanding your network? Is that being able to reach out to people you were never able to reach out to before? Is that converting listeners into customers? Like though you have to define your goals before starting a podcast and then you won't be swept away by all these vanity metrics. If you get 20 listens an episode, that is very okay if you're converting three of them into customers. If three of those people are converting, then your podcast is working. It's successful. 
it doesn't mean need to be one of the top, top, top podcasts for it to be successful. I know many podcasters that have successful podcasts because it is either generating leads, it is making them money in some other form, and they don't have a million listens. So that was the last podcasting myth. You don't need a million listens to be successful. Now let's dive into some of the difficulties in podcasting that I think you should know before you start this project. The first difficulty in podcasting that a lot of people ask me is that they don't know what to talk about. I personally never had this problem because most of my episodes are interviews. Interviews are a very easy way to generate a lot of content without having to write out a full episode. If you have to write an hour-long episode, that is thousands and thousands of words that you have to write out. So if you're not sure what to talk about, think about how you currently help your customers. What are your blogs about? What are your FAQs about? How are you helping your customers? What questions are people asking and answering in the industry? Think about all those things and each one can be a separate episode. So my recommendation is if you do decide to start a podcast, list out the first 10 episodes, what they're going to be about. If you have to get a guest, how are you going to reach them? Just do that preparation beforehand. It's going to be extremely helpful and actually it goes into our next point very nicely. So the next point is that podcasting is time consuming. It is. The best way to make sure that you can juggle what you're currently doing and a podcast is to give yourself time to prepare a bunch of episodes in advance before you launch. I gave myself three months. I prepared 10 episodes. I never scrambled to get an episode out. I always had episodes in the bank. Always. And then when it was time to launch, I easily launched three episodes the first day and then had seven more weeks completed. A lot of people talk about, oh, I want to launch a podcast in like three days and people, a lot of big podcasters have like these courses where you can do it in three days or a week. That is great, but I don't recommend, especially when your podcast is for your business, I do not recommend launching it in a week. Start the project, execute within a week, but get those 10 episodes ready to go. Give yourself, I gave myself three months because I was doing it every now and then, but you can do that in a month or two. 10 episodes, especially if you're the only person in the episode. So if you don't have a guest, you can record all those episodes in one or two days. And that's my second tip for it being time consuming is to batch your content. So whether that is you do all your episodes in one day, you edit all in one day, you make all your promotional graphics in one day, that's how I do it. Every single task, I, I batch many episodes at once. We spoke about if you don't know what to talk about, what to do, it is time consuming, but I gave you some tips. 
Now let's move on to the third difficulty in podcasting is the learning curve. This is something that I was not expecting when starting a podcast. I didn't realize that I was going to be learning something new every week. So putting a microphone in front of you and starting to talk is actually way more difficult than I thought. (laughs) Don't underestimate it. Then I had to learn some editing, graphic design, how to reach out to guests, uh, promotion, all these things. So just know that it's not going to be perfect for the first little while. And that is okay. People expect your podcast to get better. I actually have this piece of advice is not to put all your effort into the very first episode. Don't do that because you're going to re- you're going to see how long it took to do that one episode and you're not going to want to do the second one. So, don't start at the top top your highest standards. Do what you can. Obviously do it well. Make sure there's good sound quality. But don't try learning absolutely every single technique before starting. Start and then adjust as you go. And then finally, the last difficulty in podcasting that I want you to know about before diving in is that you can't easily make money like Joe Rogan is making money, for example. It's not a transactional approach to making money, right? So it's not like someone tunes in, they pay you $5 and then they leave. You're building relationships with people who are listening to your podcast, and that takes time. Just like any inbound marketing strategy, podcasting is one of them. Podcasting is a form of content. You don't expect every single one of your blogs to be transactional. It's part of developing the relationship with your target audience. So those those are the four things I wanted you to know about before diving in just to set your expectations. But now, let's go through the benefits of podcasting. There are so many. There are probably more than what's on this list, but let's start going through them. I think I have, for those who are just listening, I have a beautiful PowerPoint, if you want to watch it on YouTube, 12 points. So the first one is that you can create unique content with your podcast. So I'm just going to point it out on the screen, but I'll, another point is that you have a new pillar content. So you use this content as your top form every week. You have a new episode, then you can break it down into blogs, into little videos, um, tweets, social graphics, all those things, and it can all start from the podcast. So podcasting is a really unique form of content, very popular these days. And that'll make your business stand out, especially if none of your competitors have a podcast. Another great benefit of podcasting is that it builds your brand. If you are promoting a new valuable piece of content every single week, let's say that's your podcast, and let's say you go on LinkedIn, every week you're promoting it. People might not listen to your podcast, but people will be able to recognize your brand because you 
are building those touch points with that audience over and over and over again, which is fabulous for your business. And then also, if you're aligning your podcast properly with your business, you will be able to generate leads, whether that's people who know your brand or people who listen to your podcast. And I actually have a digital product coming out this week um, that goes into a lot more depth on how to generate leads for your business. So if you want to be aware of when that comes out, go to marketingbound.com slash newsletter, sign up, and you will get the notification. But if you have any questions in the show notes, I'll leave a bunch of links where you can contact me. Another great benefit of podcasting is the new opportunities that you get. I've met so many great people that open doors for so many projects and things that I would have never thought that I would work on. I've been on other podcasts. I know people who have been speakers at huge conferences. There are so many new opportunities that you don't realize when you have a podcast. It's just a great tool to meet people, really. Another great thing about podcasting is that you can establish yourself as an expert. So especially if you're an entrepreneur, when you're releasing an episode every single week of valuable content, even if it's for like 25 minutes, half an hour, again, you're telling people, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. I help people with whatever it is that you help people with. And I'm going to give you all of this free content every single week. If you ever need help, you know how to reach me. So it's really building your trust with the audience. Okay, that, that's the first five. The others, let's go them th- through them a little bit quicker. <laughs> but you get to expand your network, especially if you're interviewing guests. You can reach out to anybody as long as it aligns with your podcast. But you can literally reach out to anybody to be on your podcast and chances are they will reply to you. And then you will be able to build relationships with these people who might help you in the future, or you might help them, or both. Then you're also going to learn new skills, new software, and that is just great for your business because what if one day you want to, I don't know, do some editing for your business? Well, now you'll know how. Then... The final benefits of podcasting is that you create additional touch points with your audience and you stay updated in your industry. For me to be able to give you current, reliable information about everything inbound marketing, I have to make sure I know what's going on. I have to make sure I know all those new Instagram features. So this is a great way to always stay updated and current in your industry. So my final question to you is, are you starting a podcast for your business? I hope that I've clarified on whether or not you should pursue this project with this episode. But again, if you have any questions, reach out. I'll be happy to answer them or even have another episode, like a follow-up with all of your questions. So definitely let me know. And if you're interested in that digital product that's coming out this week, 
It's on how to generate leads for your business with your podcast. Please sign up to marketingbound.com slash newsletter. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm not afraid to